0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, today, day two of exploring the refrain of the Satipatthana, which in some way is I don't want to say more important, as important, is very important. So just to remind us of the refrain, I will put up the uh diagram from yesterday again. This is from Pico Analio's book, page 17. Um, the name of the book is Satipatthana, direct the direct path to realization. And it's also, I put this up uh on audio dharma associated with this week's teachings, actually with yesterday's teaching, so you can look it up. So the refrain shows up, this refrain, this important refrain, shows up after every teaching, after every teaching, shows up 13 times. And just to say a little more about the significance and then Focusing on the internal, external that we've done today is um, so. This refrain, as I mentioned yesterday, it both talks, it expands each teaching. It does three things after each teaching: say, after breathing, after um, postures, after activities, anatomical parts, elements, etc. It it both adds a spatial aspect, which is internal-external, and it also adds a temporal aspect, which we'll discuss tomorrow because the, the refrain talks about arising and passing and arising and passing. So it brings a temporal time aspect to the study of the phenomena. And... And also, what another thing that's significant about this, and I like to point, point out about the refrain, is that it is worded um, not with respect to the individual content. So after the section about, say, breathing, or actually, let me put up this again so you can get a sense of it. Here we go. Okay. So, like in the there are six sections in for the body: breathing, postures, activities, etc. cetera after the teaching especially on breathing the refrain goes back to the body says the body it talks about the body after postures it doesn't say postures it, it the wording refers to the body so so uh, as i read in this way in regard to the body one abides contemplating the body it doesn't say you know one abides like the, so there's something about oh the bigger picture the bigger picture it invites us to 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 in um contemplate the bigger picture so the idea here is and let me stop the share here some commentators say that what is significant here about this going back and forth is that in each teaching we focus on the content, but coming out, um, the practitioner is invited to, to um, study, to be aware, to be mindful of the general characteristics of the experience. And when we become aware of the general characteristics, not the detailed, not the, not the thing itself, but the fact that it's internal, external, it's everywhere, and it arises and passes. We shift from a content, studying the content, to studying the general process. And when we study the general process, that's when insights about anicca, dukkha, ananatta, impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, and impersonality, uh, not self, Pop out, and that's something I was gently inviting you to explore this morning, if it perhaps maybe for a split second popped out for you, and if not, no worries when the mind is ready, the heart is ready, it will be seen the the insight will will reveal itself so So I quote John Engler in this regard, who says his opinion, not mine, but I think it's interesting to see it this way. The reason he says the reason Western meditators tend to progress more slowly than their Eastern counterparts is the tendency to become absorbed in the content of awareness rather than continuing to attend to its process, becoming preoccupied with individual thoughts, images, memories, sensations, etc., rather than keeping their attention focused on the essential characteristics of all psychophysical events, whatever the content, a tendency to confuse meditation with psychotherapy and to analyze mental content instead of simply observing it. And you know this, many of you know this already. It's not so much about the content, it's at the process. It's the arising and passing, and also this internal-external, which is often not taught or emphasized. So I want to focus now, after taking more time to set the frame, the importance of of uh, the refrain, um, left over from yesterday what i wanted to say today i want to now speak more about this first line about this practice of internal external which again comes in after every teaching in the satipatthana pretty wild right so so the the internal external can be applied to Every aspect, and in fact, in the commentaries, in um, in the Visuddhimaga, in the Path of Purification commentaries, especially, um, the, the the it is taught uh, the um, uh, internal, external, for every aspect of the Satipatthana. Uh, so it could be applied to the breath, to the postures internally. Uh, and 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 oh, just to say, internal here of course means our bodies. External in this case means other human beings or other beings, other beings. So observing our own breath, their breath, our posture, their posture, our bodily activities, body theirs, body parts, elements. The cemetery contemplation, internally, externally, um, vedana mind states, as well as the aggregates. And I'll share you, uh, share with you a personal story here since we're talking about this. Um, the first time I practiced this internal, external, I didn't even know this was part of the teachings years ago when I practiced with with my um, teacher, Pag Sayada, who teaches very, very detailed vipassana. From the Abhidhamma and the visuddhimagga and my instructions for days was to um, to contemplate the body part the, the uh, thirty two body parts internally, first internally, first you do it internally until it becomes really, really, really clear, and then and, and then really clear until actually one feels that wow this body is just body parts. It's like sack of grain. It's just sack of grain, rice and this and that. It's just body parts. And then the instructions were to, okay, now externally, externally, all other beings, not just humans, but where I was practicing, there were were, uh, chipmunks and things like that. Oh, externally, the instruction was, Oh, all beings internally, externally, all beings too, body parts, just like me, just like me. And then start to see all beings walk, actually body parts starting to walk around, which is a very interesting way of seeing the world. We, we usually don't see that way, but it is just as valid to see any other way just as valid to see in the other way there are all these body parts moving around and then internally externally something pops out wow the impersonality the impersonality of the this body these body parts so so when we start satipatthana as i read this line starts with contemplating the body internally so first we do it internally to establish, to really get a sense, to establish also um, samadhi concentration, the body, the mind settles, and then it has the ability to go externally and and investigate uh, or see the same phenomena externally. And and it's also said that uh, external also could for these various aspects um, see observing other people's postures their facial expressions their tone of voice when you get to feelings and state of mind for example uh, the, the, the next few weeks uh, you'll be studying say state of mind and and uh, and the Dhammas the aggregates internally externally uh, is a suitable practice for daily life is a suitable practice because one perhaps one, issue that some people point out, or maybe they feel when they, they do a lot of internal practice is they become too internalized. Like, oh, I'm just internal. Like, don't bother me. I'm just practicing internal. Whereas the instruction is internal, external, internal, external, internal, external. So so that we don't risk becoming self-centered um, and only aware of our own self- um, and what's happening internally, but also open, aware of other people's feelings of body re- behavior and, and, and how our actions, how our words, actions, our internal state affect other people's state of to become more aware of our impact on the world through this internal External practice, internal, external. So the external practice is so important. As here laid out as the second step, first internal, then external, observing the world, others, other beings, their state, their state of mind, their state of breathing, etc. And then the third step, and um, this is so important, I want to say it again, the, the third part uh the third phrase when we're invited to to um, uh, the the wording is um, let me get the exact wording one abides contemplating the body both internally and externally one abides contemplating the body both internally and externally and some commenter the commentary say, since we can't do it at the same time, you go back and forth. Okay, that's one way. But another way, what happens actually, is you notice yourself when you do internal and external, when you try to hold it together and even go back and forth. Wow, a sense of objectivity arises. It's just a body is just a breath, the sense of objective, the sense of subjective stance, Drops out, um, and an insight towards not self, towards this universality of whatever phenomena we're observing. The universality of the phenomena pops out. So it's not just the thing itself anymore; it's the universality of it that that arises. I cannot emphasize how important these practices are. The the, the refrain the internal, external. So today my invitation is as you go through your day, through your life, daily life, practice external mindfulness, practice external awareness, Um, both internal, internal, what's happening internally, externally, what's happening externally for other beings, internal and external, and see what a different shift Instance that can be. And tomorrow we continue with the next sentence in the refrain, which has to do with impermanence, with arising and passing away, which is quite profound also. So thank you all. Thank you for your kind attention, for your dedication, for your practice. May you be well and may you practice internally and externally see you or feel you tomorrow. Be well.